0: Are you currently enjoying the show on the Stitcher app? Then you need to know Stitcher is going away on August 29th. Yep, going away. As in kaput, gone, dead. Rest in peace, Stitcher. And thanks for 15 years of service to the podcast community. So switch to another podcast app and follow this show there. Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Hey, gang, do you find yourself listening to your music on one app and then listening to your podcast on another app? If you do, stop this insane behavior right now and download Spotify. Spotify is home to all of your favorite music and all of your favorite podcasts. Podcasts including Fly on the Wall, the Saturday Night Live podcast with Dana Carvey and David Spade, the Rock on Tours podcast with Gary Kemp and Guy Pratt, old favorites like Fresh Air, My Favorite Murder, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Look, if you're looking for a news podcast or sports or entertainment or true crime look if you're if you're looking for a sewing podcast or an rv podcast spotify has all of this for you that's spotify all of your favorite music and all of your favorite podcasts in one place find it in your app store and start listening today that's spotify music and podcasts let's get down Johnny, I'm your host. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys have all had a good week. I've had a really good week. Um, I have a couple of really exciting announcements to tell you about. If you're listening to this show the day that it comes out, Friday, August 4th, I will be playing a solo acoustic set tonight at 7.30 at the Volstead Lounge. Also, my very dear friend, one of my very best friends in the world, Joseph King, is in town from New York. He will also be playing, but I will hit the stage at 7.30 at play 30 or 45 minutes and we'll play some songs together and then Joseph will play there's no cover this is uh, 730 at the Volstead Lounge right next to Hotel Vegas come on out man it's going to be a really good time we have a great time playing together Joseph's fantastic if you've never seen him You'll be able to check him out. If you remember him from when he lived in town and had the band Canvas, come on out and see him. Come on out and see us both. It'll be a great time. Also, if you live in the Texas Hill Country and are interested in seeing Skyrocket, we are playing tomorrow night, Saturday, August 5th, at Mercer Dance Hall in Dripping Springs. Look it up. Mercer Dance Hall. Great time. Or go to skyrockettheband.com. Look up our show dates. You can get tickets through there. All right? These are going to be great shows. This is my weekend. This is what I'll be doing. And, um, oh, I almost forgot. Hey, gang. This is episode 1,300. I've done 1,300 episodes of this podcast. I can't believe it. Sometimes I look at that number and I'm like, who the hell have I been talking to this whole time? But listen, man, I've had a great time. And if you've been listening to this show the whole time or if you've just come in or you came in a few years ago, whatever. Thank you so much for listening to this show. It means a lot. If you're not subscribed, Please go out there and subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast. If you are subscribed on Stitcher, remember at the end of this month, Stitcher is going away. So go and subscribe on a different on a different platform. Leave us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. You can follow us on Facebook. How did I get here? You can follow us on uh, or follow me on uh, Twitter or I guess X uh, and Instagram. I'm at Johnny Gowdy. So you can follow me at Johnny Gowdy on, on, on the former Twitter and on Instagram, and on Facebook. How did I get here? Get out there, find out what's going on with us. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means a lot. I love doing this show. I really do. I love doing it. I haven't done any interviews in a couple weeks. I saw, That's how I keep this thing going all year round. I do a bunch over the course of a couple weeks. Then I take a couple weeks off sometimes. Uh, but the shows still come out. I still keep doing the intros. Still keeping it fresh. But I've been missing it. I've actually got one today with me and Adam. I'm very excited to bring that to you guys very soon. But... Episode 1300 does not disappoint. I have Felix Pacheco from the band Cilantro Boombox. That's a synth pop rock Afro-Caribbean band from right here in Austin, Texas. They have a brand new single out called Little Sign that came out in June. Features our friends, Leyline, the amazing uh, world world music band. I would call them a world music band because they put so many things into the thing. But also amazing harmonies. They once sang live here on the show. They sing back up on this song, Little Sign. It's a fantastic song. Um, Cilantro Boombox has been on, on hiatus the last couple of years, kind of trying to figure out what they're going to do post-pandemic, figure out how to keep this band together with so many people that play in so many other different projects, like Black Joe Lewis and all these different bands. I can't even begin to tell you. Uh, I believe that there's people from uh, all kinds of bands. Anyway, Felix and I have a great conversation about this. Uh, there's a video for Little Sign that's out now that you can just go to cilantroboombox.com, get involved with them there, find out what's going on. And uh, you can see them play on September 16th or 17th. It's They'll be playing at Pecan Street Festival. So when they put the times of all the bands, uh, they'll be playing one of those days. Pecan Street Festival, boy, I hope it cools out in front, but for that. You know what I mean? Anyway, we have a great conversation about the band's hiatus, about playing, uh, doing a live stream on a boat right out here in beyond my house on uh, Lady Bird Lake. That's a really, it's an interesting story and pushing new boundaries with music, man. Uh, Felix is out there and the guys they're out there pushing pushing boundaries, making new music. This song, a little sign, is just the first step in where they're going. So follow them at cilantroboombox.com. They're on all the socials and everything. And please enjoy my conversation with the immensely talented and incredibly cool Felix Pacheco from Cilantro Boombox. Let's get down.
1: a live stream actually like I forgot we did through Black Fred back then now Sonic Guild we did a um, live stream through Studio's at Fisher uh, oh yeah and it went up one of those two. like it was
0: August god but those were so weird too like showing up at the place nobody's there there's all these cameras it's like Skyrocket and the yeah. band I mean we had to, we yeah. did a couple of corporate mm-hmm. shows live stream yeah and we would go to one to one and Kurt had the whole setup he was ready for it yeah and uh but it was weird.
1: <laughs> well, this was a giant crew, too. So we yeah, should up and yeah, the yeah. crew's gigantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're all like, what is happening? We don't have our own engineer. It, it You're like, well, I, I guess I hope it sounds good on the other end. <laughs> yeah. But the boat was the only one we had full.
0: Okay, so who, how did you come up with the boat idea?
1: Uh We were on a Zoom call and just spitballing, like, honestly, just to keep sending. Right, can we keep going? Just, just how like do we do band this? a meeting, yeah. hanging yeah, out. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and we joked what about the boat? Because one of our members, Zumbi, used to work at a boat uh, company <laughs> years ago. We did a couple of boat parties like 10 years ago or something like that. Um,
0: Was it out here on, uh, t- on, um, on Lady um, Bird Lake?
1: Yeah, on um, uh, Lake Travis.
0: Okay, on yeah, um, yeah. one of those like, two-story ones? One of two-story yeah, 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 ones. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he
1: calls me the next day and he goes like, You said you wanted a boat, maybe a drone. Get a drone. I got the boat. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) So the boat wasn't doing anything. So he just calls a guy, and the guy goes like, I'll take the boat out for you. Just pay me for gas. So we got a lot of audio guys (laughs) in Austin were not doing much. So we got Kurt Ganem who was doing a lot of stuff. He was the best.
0: That's what I'm saying. Kurt was
1: doing... Everything himself.
0: Yeah, one-to-one one turned into, like, a fucking film yeah. studio.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Kurt brought his his rig, set yeah. up cameras. We brought a, a couple from Gustavo Mello. Melo. He, they yeah. did cameras for more of, like, documentary-style yeah. camera. And we have, brought Andy from Nomad to do in-ears. Because the problem was we didn't want to bring wedges and everything. So, we went in-ears and Good idea. We got on top of the boat. Uh, which, by the way, you're next to a big engine. So, it's <laughs> getting it better. <laughs> and we soundchecked. We ended up leaving... It, the sun has set already by the time we hit the water. Um, so we got a lot of cool shots. How fun, though. It was fun. And you, at the end of the day, I don't know how many people watched it. Like I said, I was talking to my one of my close I'll friends two days ago. It. And he goes like, you do what? I'm like, yeah. dude, <laughs> <laughs> I think we did one of the coolest live streams we could have done. Yeah. And we, nobody watched it. But it was fun. We all came back. Um, we realized we hadn't practiced our instruments and we needed that yeah. like, it was, fun. It, it yeah, was yeah, fun yeah yeah there's actually one spot in the video that we all like a couple times that you can tell we hit a, uh, a wake or something because we all shift right to the same side. Like, i see my 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 synth setup was taped to the ground <laughs> so it was, it was fun it was a lot of fun it was the first time we played in months yeah right, at that point so yeah
0: it's weird and then and then so okay so you guys were on in 2020 you and joe
1: yeah, yeah, it was after one of the releases. I think the YOU Wahoo oh,
0: thing. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Joe was Joe was in another band and was on the show cause I was no, like, he
1: came, no, he came, he, he, he and I came, and came together. Yeah, okay. yeah. we did okay. the Zoom thing together after we released. No, but Y-O-U. I remember
0: hanging out with him here. So oh, I the, think it might so, have been with another. So. He's band. in every yeah. band
1: in Austin too. So I know.
0: To <laughs> He texted so, me something
1: the other day. I'm like, I didn't even know about this band you have. What was that yeah. one? I don't remember. I'll, I'll find it on a text. <laughs> There's
0: so many yeah. of them you he don't just know. just
1: mentioned a name and I Googled him and I see a picture of him in it. I'm like, oh, that's your other, 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 other band.
0: So you guys released some singles and that's when you came on? When yes. You, you had released yeah. like Plan or something?
1: Uh, we did uh, Y-O-U and Wahoo. Yeah. And then uh, I think early 21, we did Master Plan with Kalou
0: Okay, on that one. Was that when we did it? Because I thought we talked about that.
1: I think we had it coming. I want to say we was Wahoo, I I don't know. We might have talked about everything. Who
0: even knows? Everything is a blur, man. It's a blur. (laughs) Well, plus I did like... I mean, I did... A lot of yeah. podcasts that year. I was putting out like five a week. Sometimes. I
1: mean, what else do you do? Yeah, unless, that's right. Unless you do sourdough bread or some shit like that. I, I had an aunt that
0: fucking. I, one day I told her I was like, "Dude, next time I see you, you're gonna be so fat, it's gonna blow my mind." Because every day I would talk, I like talk to my family. You just yeah. talk to them every day. Like, hey, what are you doing? She was always like, um, I'm doing this bread, baking bread. My bread. I'm waiting for my bread to rise." I was like, every day. I'm like, "Are you baking bread like every day?" She's like, "Yeah." jesus
1: i think i made bread once or twice and then our old conga player ricky he he was shifting more and more before the pandemic into working in restaurants and, and he's an amazing cook so oh, yeah. i think when everything started getting crazy he started making his own bread and kombucha and pickle stuff so oh that's cool uh, and just do it on his own so yeah. it was kind of like well let's support the homie and he can make a bread way better then yeah. i did so he will text like hey i'm i'm delivering stuff by your house tomorrow you want anything so that's yeah, awesome i'll get the bread and the garlic butter and his kombucha was awesome and he's just doing it on his own now so yeah, it's really cool
0: yeah so uh, were you busy with your kids like do you, do you have another job i have a job so, yeah, yeah yeah
1: i sell uh pro audio equipment
0: so okay i i'm, I'm a sales
1: how'd... i'm a sales rep for sure microphones and some other brands in the industry oh no shit so I thought it was scary at the beginning because most of my customers. Why don't you get
0: me some SM7s? I don't have them because I can't afford to buy right? like four four of them.
1: Uh, let's just talk offline. Okay,
0: so I did. Like <laughs> I like the way that I just put you on the spot. Give
1: me uh, a bunch of stuff, man. Yeah, do it.
0: Come on, Felix.
1: Um, no, so it was scary at the beginning because of um, most of my customers are produ- production accounts and stuff like that. So it was a world that's disappeared. It was very uncertain in sure, 2020. So, sure. Sure. But, but after that, it picked up and live streaming and and. It adapted. There's a lot of conferencing and things like that. There was always gonna be money somewhere, so knock on wood, I'm still doing the same thing.
0: That's and great. Yes, I have two kids,
1: and, and so they can be busy. Yeah. And at some point, my oldest is in a in a blow up pool in the in the backyard, going like, "This is the best time of my life," and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling that way because I'm." Trying to figure out how to sleep with anxiety. There, well,
0: there was... Well, at the beginning, it was real scary. And then yes. when you got the thing where you didn't do anything for like a couple... of Like you watched Tiger King. Yeah. Like me and this girl I was going out with, like we watched Tiger King, all of it in one day. Of course. And then I was like, you know, man, I've never... I've never not been like rushing yeah. and hustling and going... And I was like, I'm going to... So I did take... I mean, I still did podcasts and stuff, but I, I just kind of like there was a sweet smoked m- weed all day ate food yeah there <laughs> talked was a sweetness to it that you're like oh yeah
1: at the man. beginning yeah, yeah 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 i think it was like waves depending on the show you Wait, watch. that's right that's right <laughs> yeah that's exactly right i got into a lot of ambient music at some point um, like this is, <laughs> this is i'm gonna need this right now
0: <laughs> so this song uh little sign is great thank you man uh it's a little different sound for you guys so did you guys go on hiatus after 2020 because that's a, what I was reading. We there was did a, a couple hiatus. shows in 21,
1: and okay. it was more of like we got invited to play a show. Um, oddly enough, one was with Brand Out, the other one was with Grupo, and we never played shows with them. So we're like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll we'll do it. But it just felt like we were just playing to play. Yeah. And then twenty one twenty twenty two 2022 came on, and as soon as we started seeing everything that was needed and the, on the red tape, and we were like, we're not ready. Uh, we felt like we... I think it was part of back to what you were talking about 2020 being prioritizing creating prioritizing everything and yeah. we realized that we weren't ready to get in the rat race with eight guys some of them l- make a living off music so cilantro wasn't going to be the going at that full speed right so we were like let's just hold on we don't have to play i think joe was the one that said it best he was like we don't have to play shows to be a band have a studio in my house for like let's just Get in the studio as much as possible and let it grow organically. Yeah. And, and we'll see. We even said like let's It's see. interesting.
0: I think that comes from living in Austin because and not just Austin, but Texas is a very like go out and 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 sweat it out on the mm-hmm. stage, work it out. You know, like that's Yeah. You know. And I
1: needed it. But also the 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 few hours before and the emails and coordinating rehearsal, that was the part that we weren't ready yeah. to do. So it was great. It is we kept hitting the studio and communicating with each other. We even said it might not be Cilantro at the end of it, but um, I think the songs that we have coming.
0: Did that scare you at all? Like, does that, you know, because, I mean, I've 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 ended bands. Oh, of course. It feels I, good. No, no, I've done <laughs> it I've before. When I've done it, it yeah. feels yeah. really good. I'm, I'm usually,
1: I think this is the first band I start 100% that yeah. I don't join. So I've been the guy to quit before, and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, yeah, it was scary. It was scary mostly of like, oh, this is it. Yeah. And and this is some of my best friends, too, that are write. Yeah, music, which, yeah, Which, at the end of the day, we were like, as long as we write music together, um, we can name it whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, it was a little bit scary. But the more we wrote, we we're like, no, this is cilantro music. We just need to keep grinding and, and writing music. and. Yeah. Uh, Where'd and you record
0: this? My house. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We try to do everything in-house. I have a little box in my garage. Sounds Both really good. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. We have a secret... Not a secret weapon. He worked with a bunch of people now, uh, Claudio Ramirez. So I do a lot of the sound design and production and everything, but then hand it to him and be like, fix it, mix it, and mix master. It? Yeah. Okay. You know, so he's 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 the guy that I, good to have a guy I like get that. stuff 80%, especially this one. I try to mix a lot of the stuff too, but I was singing on this one. And I'm like, I don't want my ego to get in the way right. of, I don't want to hear my voice. Let me bring it down. Or, so I just hand it over to Claudio and be like,
0: you. You, you really feel, you feel like that? You don't like it? I, just, I don't dislike my voice, but I get disappointed. Like, I have an idea of what I think I sound like, and when I listen back, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just me. Yeah, well, I don't think. <laughs> this, well, right, right. This is the first
1: song I sing. Okay. Uh, with Cilantro, in the past, I've done, like, weird rapping, emceeing, whatever you want to call it. Right. So, carrying pitch, this is the first time, and I just did it as a demo, and the more I listened to it, I was like, I think I can do it. The lyrics kind of connected with, with me, so... Um, one of those I didn't know where they came from they just pour out so I I sat with Zumbi who plays trombone and sings mostly and he was like if you're gonna do it uh, he was like you wanna do it and I'm creating excuses why I can do better he goes like shut up I want you to do it. Let's just work on it. Yeah. So um, he beat the crap out of me a couple nights in the studio of just working it and and getting it to, to what it is right now. So and then it helps that he's singing harmonies. Then we brought Leyline to do harmonies on top of that on the on the choruses. So
0: so it is. It's Ley. It's the Leyline I know. It's like like, the you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We right. were able to all get
1: right. the four of them at the right time in the studio and do uh, background they, vocals. So they made everything pretty at that point. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I don't care. It's my ugly voice in the middle, and they just beautiful harmonies. All dude, over. I had
0: them in here doing a podcast, all four of them, and and they were talking about this song, and I was like, oh, you can you sing it? It's like boom, four yeah, part harmony, just, like just acapella. Like it's making the hair on my arms stand yeah. up, just talking about it. Yeah.
1: That's how it Unbelievable. was. When we did this one. We went to their studio and They, they have a studio?
0: Uh,
1: Lydia used to have Lydia a studio. Does, yeah, 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 they have like a little um, actually they still have I think. Um, they we went over on a Sunday and usually one of our horn players a Zumbi He's a harmony guy, you know right. what I mean? Right. And he had some ideas. He didn't bring any of those ideas out because <laughs> we're sitting there. And he looked at me like, oh, dude, they got it. Yeah. They, whatever they're coming up with yeah. right now is better than whatever we yeah. can come up with. So just let him go.
0: And when you have people uh, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like bringing people in and going, like, I don't know what the fuck Like, yeah. I brought you in so yeah. you would do it. Yeah. I didn't and bring then you they in added tell one of them do. was like,
1: what if we all stand up and clap? And you guys sing too. So we ended up singing with them. So it was cool being part of Leyline for
0: that's takes. pretty cool yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i love them man i used to see one i dated a girl that lived in the same condos that she did i saw her all the time awesome. emily
1: oh sweet man yeah Sweet.
0: Yeah. um so uh <clears throat> dude that's awesome that you got have you done shows with them or just a fan
1: uh we for black Fred years ago we did a uh daniel johnson song together
0: oh um, cool what yeah, song so they
1: played um
0: Do you remember are you a fan of his? Yes. <laughs>
1: Through Austin, of course. Right. I, I, particularly la- when we did that, it was like I went down the rabbit hole. Um, but I can't remember the song.
0: Do you talk about a weird thing? It, I, it was, I,
1: they, they, we played because they did like a big black flag uh-huh. ball. So we played two songs or whatever. Sure. They, they played and then they came over to our stage and, yeah. and uh, to our side of the stage and we
0: did. I feel like. like the people, and I don't mean this disparagingly in any way. I feel like the people that are black fret members might not really know who Daniel Johnson is. No. So it's good that you guys did something like that to sort of introduce Sims. them like I uh, think yeah, yeah. It was Sims kind of push great.
1: for it or something like that. So it was really sweet. Um and man, what can I remember to some. It was fun with your like a reggae dub version of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome that's yeah. the interesting thing about him is you can take because those songs are not like the <laughs> delivery oh, yeah. system is pretty bad Yeah, like he's just kind of like in his yeah. in his room playing some air organ like moaning but it's genius yeah. what's happening uh, and right the, and but, yeah. the feeling is there the feeling and is it, there yeah.
1: I, it, it goes back to cause this, I mean you record music yeah. so it's really easy to become snobby about the sound has to be great. Some oh. of my favorite music sounds like shit. <laughs> I, I come, I
0: come from the world of 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 fi. yeah, like cassette four track stuff. Yeah. Like that's how I came up on stuff. So it that sounds normal yeah, to me. Exactly. There was a point where like I couldn't stand anything. I'd go record in a studio. I only liked my four track stuff. Really? Yeah, and I, I got like that with all my friends because everybody in the early nineties and, and mid nineties had their own four track. I said mm-hmm. we'd all play each other shit and give each other like the Vallejos. Yeah. Uh, uh uh fastball guys my guys i'm in a band with now darrens guy spencer gibb all these people were just four tracking and passing around their tapes and everything and then they'd go to the studio and make an album i'd be like i hate this album i like the four track version
1: and it's so easy
0: just to something about it yeah
1: shit and that shit and add. we have them limited yeah. tape now so yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want and-
0: Yeah, I find that mixing now is a person just subtracting. Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. They're just taking shit out. They're not adding anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's unbelievable, that stuff. Do you find that it's hard, uh, you know, like going into the studio, or not going into the studio, but having your own studio, going into the other room, and having no time limit, do you get lost in the minutia or are you pretty good at letting go and being like that's it it's done let's I've, go let's put I've it been out
1: training myself to just let it go yeah um it's really so much so that it's times recently that i'm listening to something with got one of the guys in the bands and the in the band and they go oh there's no guitar in the on the verse here i'm like does it need it <laughs> you know like right they want the chorus is dope maybe we need nothing but silence there so um it's becoming a thing of managing eight guys um, that want to put their stuff in all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and myself because I can say eight, but I'm the guy that does all the synth stuff too. So I can become ten guys if I don't. Yeah. Control You're myself. You're not careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so no, I try not to. I I try to also do a separate. Like I go into the studio and write. I've been writing a lot with a computer recently. How I'm do a, you mean? drum machine just dollars just drum machine just yeah, that yeah, yeah drum machine and sense and go midi and yeah. once I have a sequence once I have to record bass right a bass line or something then I turn the computer on but because I'm not a songwriter like I don't sit in front of a piano or a guitar I'm, I'm more of the producer I come from the yeah. electronic That's- world Um,
0: Growing up a four track guy and having something like this, like I've lost songs because I got stuck on a weird guitar sound. I was focused because I do write and record Mm -hmm. at the same time. And I've put I've done stuff where I kind of feel like you lose in translation like the next generation. That's the thing Mm -hmm. is there's such a vibe on what you do on your own. Mm -hmm. There's just a vibe. Yeah, there's no one around and you're vibing out. And you're catching up. you know what? I'm sorry to use the word vibe so much, but it really is a thing. Mm -hmm. You catch, you catch this vibe, you're in it. And that is palpable. Like those people, like, uh, I did that four track stuff and then I worked very hands on with the guy. And then I, I got a record deal and went to LA and worked with this producer and like fucking sunset sound. By the end we finished, by the time it was time to mix this record, we weren't there anymore. Yeah, Yeah. Everything that was cool about my band was gone. Because we weren't working like mm-hmm. we normally did. And that sort of thing, and you can lose it. Like you can lose yeah. the vibe from the, I mean, I yeah. I I think writing and recording is a pretty awesome thing to do together. Yeah. I, and I don't think everybody's a producer. Everybody's not an engineer. Everybody's not a mixing person. I am not a mix engineer by any means. Same here. Same here. I, I need, been trying a, to I need a real person. Recently,
1: but <laughs> yeah. like I said, I like to send it to Claudia and be like, hey, this is something, don't, we found the balance that he doesn't take away the right, the, the, right. The, the DNA of it, because it can happen. Like, right. like, we said it to him, and he starts switching. I was like, no, 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 don't. So now we found a way to work to where he he
0: knows our voice. Um, right, and, and my knowledge isn't like, oh, you subtract fucking... I even have it on there. like uh, It says base up maybe oh, 250, go. because on that machine... Uh, You can't hear the bass. Like, you don't get that low-mid where you can hear the notes, actually. You just get the low stuff where you get the feeling of
1: it. Exactly. Yeah, no, I I released a solo album at the end of 21, and it was basically all the electronic stuff that I didn't have Oh, what was that? Why didn't you send me that? I don't know, because I'm bad at self promoting. Remember the boat (laughs) party thing? (laughs) Remember the boat
0: party no one watched?
1: Well, there's an eight-minute-long ambient techno song. I'm like, who the fuck is going to listen to this? I'm like, I will, so I'm going to put it online and see i i released it on Bandcamp one night just like i'm not gonna do the whole campaigning thing it's like it's out that's exhausting get it yeah and then i said something like uh i forgot what i said it was like a bootleg cassette tapes for 10 bucks or something like that and that's what i sold the most of so that paid for the fee to put them on <laughs> it's funny, awesome no, so that's it's great like mostly friends and it's just just handmade cassette tapes with uh, that's cool which now that i know you're into that i'll get you a copy next love time. that stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was fun. And again, it was just me in the studio playing with toys and yeah. stuff that, uh, I did have a couple collaborations there. One with Jaime from Superphonicos. Oh yeah. Uh, and one with Kate from Leyline as well. So, uh, they're, they're funkier yeah. than the ambient ones, but
0: yeah. I'll check it out, man. Yeah. It's under your name, Felix Pacheco? Uh,
1: it's under... Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, you even changed your name. You made no, it it's so it's even Felix, harder to find. No,
1: it's Felix. Felix. With the tilt, but it's... Sep- uh, it was weird. Uh, iTunes, re- uh, Apple Music rejected it because it was already Felix. <laughs> or our, my graphic designer goes like, what if you separate the letter? So I spell it out, F-E-L-I. So it's ha- hard to find.
0: What do they think <laughs> you're like, doing when you...
1: like, I don't know. I don't even know. It's like, how do I make this non-commercial and it wasn't even trying
0: <laughs> right so
1: it's called cloud view is the name of the song of the, of okay. the album cloud view one word so okay feel um like cloud view should show it
0: it makes uh it's weird because when <laughs> when you do put uh when you put everything you have into it like i i made those those uh those those singles i told you in in uh in 2020 and i released them in 2021 but it's, it's like, you're excited. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put it out and you got like a typical fan base. that's like, oh man, but it doesn't, it's not sweeping the nation. But at it's the same hard. time, I knew it wasn't. It gets discouraging. Well,
1: I, but this one was different because it wasn't, I do beat myself up with some cilantro stuff like that Kalu track, for example. I'm like, I still listen to like, man, this was dope. Mostly because I didn't write it. <laughs> Kalu singing is amazing. <laughs> um, And his songwriting is phenomenal. It was a great studio experience, too. Like, him and I spent 40 minutes talking before recording. And I wasn't... I was like, where is this going to go? And then he added... He switched some of the lyrics he had already written to match our conversation. So, it it was really, really cool. Um, But this one was different. This was months of me just playing in the studio going like, now I want to share it with people, whoever wants to hear it. So, it, it was... I get to listen to stuff on Dropbox over and over again. Yeah. Once I release stuff, I don't listen to it. So I think it was a way of... Letting go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. release, right? Yeah.
0: That's... <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: uh, so that one, yeah, I it was. It, it was cool. It was fun to release something without any emotion or expectation yeah. attached to it. Um, and also just me. Like, I don't have to answer to seven other guys. Nothing against my dudes. I love them, but... This was just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so
0: that's a good. It, that's yeah. a that's an important thing too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny when we were talking about that earlier. I'm in a band. This band skyrocket. I'm in is a seven person band, and really the only way I was telling someone the other day, like the only way you can really make a difference in the song when seven people are playing instruments. Is to lay out for a little while, 100%. and then come back, and like your your entrance, your entry yeah. is very exciting as opposed to playing all the way through.
1: Well, I'm a bass player. That's what I do all the yeah. time. That's that's ultimately, <laughs> bass solo is that I'm not going to play for twelve bars and then go back in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's it. It just happened. We just played our first show, and it was one. Oh, song you played
0: with the- El Combo Oscuro.
1: Yeah, that was a great show, man. It was fun. I love uh, those guys, man. They were awesome. They were awesome, and. Halfway through the set, Zumbi was like, we got to pick it up a little bit. So I just laid off. I looked at our drummer. I was like, lay off. We just dropped for about 12, 16 bars. And when we came back in, that energy just, whoosh, was back. I was like, oh, it was in in the middle of a sax solo. So it was perfect. Awesome. (laughs) Like, yeah, I forgot the power of silence. Just don't play.
0: Does uh, What's the guy, Joshua, from... uh
1: uh, Atlas Mayor. Yeah, he plays with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. he's he's our guy. It's, shout out! I think he's the one that's listening to guys. electronic music at the most because he has one of those tapes. <laughs> and he oh, told yes, me the one other the day, he was like, "Man, I've been listening to it nonstop in my car because that's the only tape I have." <laughs> man, their last
0: their last thing was great. <laughs> it was dope. They were yeah. based on
1: tape too, as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, those guys are cool, yeah. man. It's like a whole world. They're, they're What? I can't even. I don't even know what. What do you like? Your your music. Like this song, you're you're classifying it as a synth rock, pop, Afro Caribbean thing. Sure. But what do you? I know it's hard to describe yeah. your music. But what do you? Has anyone ever described it? And you're like, oh, that's good.
1: Not really, <laughs> not really. Because the thing with cilantro, so it started as a, as a studio project, right? So me coming from DJing and everything, was just loving all these records that I know make people dance. And and how do you? combine all of this into right, one. Right, So um, I was little sign I wrote it. I think I was listening to a lot of cars and David Bowie, Let's Dance in particular. So it was so it's always going to be whatever we're listening to. Mm-hmm. And then I that's usually I usually start the stuff but then bring Joe on and there's going to be some Afrobeat that comes in Zumbi's always going to bring uh, Jamaica through whatever he plays you know? right, and right. we have percussion so right. It's uh, uh, the, uh, the Caribbean is definitely the connecting
0: right, thread for all of our music I, I think it's cool to like be a band like you guys like Cilantro Boombox and be influenced by the cars because when it comes through you guys because now I can kind of hear what you're yeah. what you're talking about
1: yeah, it's just me trying to bastardize whatever I'm listening to. Yeah, the time. yeah. And I listen to everything. I, I, I
0: Obviously, yeah. I mean, it's probably not a lot of Latin bands. Like, oh yeah, I've been listening to the Cars and <laughs> Let's Dance. Right. Like, that's just <laughs> not very. I mean, maybe Let's Dance, but but definitely not that the Cars are yeah. so white and like.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love the Cars. I love them too. They're one of my favorite the, bands. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. One of the worst bands ever to see live. Really. Not that they're bad live, they're literally the most boring band you've ever seen. Oh, live. Really? They just stand there. I mean they look cool as shit, but
1: <laughs> Yeah. I think I saw the strokes once and I I was not expecting what I saw because I remember seeing live videos of them and it was that just standing. Yeah. And I think at ACL, my wife's friend happens to be there. There's nobody else I wanted to see at the time, so I was yeah. like, sure I'll go. The second they started playing, I'm like, I'm not moving. This is dope. i never seen people standing there being so energetic. The yeah. There's a coolness about him. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. There's, a, there's like a Heartbeat City tour concerts. That's oh, in dope. 2020. Yeah. I watched so many concerts yeah. on YouTube, man.
1: And he died around that time, right? Uh, what's his name? Main dude.
0: Rick Ocasek. Yeah. He, yeah, he died a little bit before uh, right on. before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. It's a couple of the, the two dudes that yeah, sing yeah. are dead. So. Yeah.
1: And I think that's what triggered Because I had, I knew some of their songs Of course Drive and Oh yeah um, Shit Heartbreak man, City I mean like Drive alone It's just like Man Such a great yeah. song But um, After he died the I was production like Oh he They did this, it's not they just, did this.
0: Yeah. Oh they did that too <laughs> The production on Drive Oh yeah I also always love Like their drum programming They always have like a Like a Like a A quick answer With a clap yeah. After the backbeat Like Yeah like, yeah. there's always a doom doom, 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 doom. Yeah, no, it's. There's it's, always, like, some really cool fucking stuff it, on no, all but them. The, yeah. But it's rock and roll at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. The, the songs are just, It's interesting. Uh, are you a Keith Haring fan? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's my second my second favorite American artist. Awesome. What was the first? Basquiat. his of best course. friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so you're into yeah, the thing yeah, of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm into that whole, like, the 80s New York art dudes were I've the been coolest. And running
1: into, into his clothing. And every time I see something, I'm saying, I'll buy it right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I'm wearing a Basquiat shirt. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's I keep like wearing <laughs>
0: socks and a couple Basquiat shirts. Yeah.
1: I have a shirt, and I was like, if I find the shorts, I'm gonna be too much. Oh no, that was <laughs> that's the shit, man. That's what <laughs> he would have wanted full you suit? to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what I think of like cool artists that hung out with Madonna when she was yeah, real young. Like yeah. those guys are the coolest. Yeah. And Andy Warhol. Like, and i
1: just wondering if if. Hoping people know who he is because I this hat in particular, the shirt, people go like, Oh, that's cool, but no idea the connection, you
0: know? right? Um, right, actually, but there yeah. is something about there's something so distinctive and celebratory about what he does. was the opposite of this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never hang podcasts, <laughs> my favorite artist, but I'd never hang a painting of his in my yeah. house because it would, it would, it would scare me, yeah, yeah. After there's a joy while. on Keith, there's joy. But, yeah. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> <laughs> Keith was having yeah. a good time, um. All right, so, uh, so, what's next? Like, I mean, what's next in the cilantro boombox world? What, what's the next move after this podcast? Uh,
1: we have more songs coming. Okay,
0: so you got goal, them recorded.
1: We got them recorded. We're in the process, just mixing as we go. Uh, yeah, there's one in particular we have not been able to record because we want to. We're getting a bigger room to just do do horns live okay. and everything. Uh, but yeah, our goal is to be releasing music every couple months or so. Uh. Our 2023 or 2023, right? Yeah, yeah still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We want to just continue playing shows and, and do as many shows as possible, getting buzz going, and then next year just hit it harder. Yeah. And so um, I'm refusing to do an album this. We have two studio albums and a live one, and it's like, let's just do an album when people want to hear an album. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah one from us, so single thing. I mean, if you release anything right now, you know you can only pitch one song. Or playlist of Spotify per um,
0: that seems like I release. mean it seems like if you made a record exactly. you, you would you would shop one so single exactly. or to radio and we're so, always yeah. wrong
1: to what the single is so we never <laughs> know what the so like we're just release really singles right now because <laughs> every time you go like this is the one me too yeah
0: I like yeah. I, I can't even do you know the band yeah. Deep Blue Something no they sang that song so I said what about breakfast yes, yeah, of course, okay yeah. so alright so those guys my band and their band we had the same booking agent we were best friends bands and we did we would go on the road together all the time and they were in the middle of I remember going for a walk to this (laughs) to the store with the guitar player one night and he was like man you want to get together and write some songs and I was like sure man he's like well it's like I think we're gonna get signed to like Island Records or Interscope Records and and they don't care about anything but Breakfast at Tiffany's and that's his brother's song and I was like that's the dumbest fucking song ever. Like, what are you worried about? That's not a single. Yeah. Flash forward to a year, I'm traveling in Europe and there's not even like go into the restaurant in France. So I said, mm-hmm. What about breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah. Walk by an acoustic guy. So I said, What about I mean I didn't know the name of the band. You sang it on yeah. like, Of course I know. That. Yeah, yeah. Huge <laughs> song. Yeah. Small band. Yeah. They didn't they didn't stay huge, but they were they were cool dudes. And that happens a lot. I think you're yeah. so
1: close to the music you're recording. I think yeah. I read something that September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. They didn't think it was going to be a hit. <laughs> You're like, really, dude? That
0: makes me feel good about the, about the about the deeply something <laughs> right, thing. Because right? like, I've always been like, when up. people are like, "What do you think the single should be?" I'm like, "Let me tell you a story." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So getting to choose it yourself, I'm like, nah. Let's just release one at a time. Yeah. Um, see what sticks.
0: I think the song that I thought was the single from that record was a song that they didn't even put on the record. Of course. <laughs> like that was- <laughs> It wasn't even good enough to be on the album. Do you have more shows coming up anytime soon? Uh, We're headlining, so far we're
1: headlining uh, Pecan Street Festival. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this in the fall. Okay. So I'm sure it'll be okay. Um, Oh, yeah. And trying to do our way. There's something. We're putting this out there. If there's a venue that wants us to come do our stuff and... Just control the door.
0: Where'd you we do, do the last thing of uh, at Sahara? Sahara, yeah, that's yeah. a good place.
1: I love that place, man, and 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 it's one of those places that is transparent. You go, you get a hundred percent of the door. Pay the door person. That's a hard production, yeah. And 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 it, it, they take a gamble because if you don't bring people, they don't make money at the bar. But at- it's it, it's worked out for us so far, to our detriment sometimes because we like diy in it as much as possible yeah
0: it feels good production costs are tough man it, it is it is like and you get to play those places that you really want to like mm-hmm. 310 like my band skyrocket like we made a choice uh, a couple of years ago like mm-hmm. and we booked six shows for this year there awesome. like at the beginning of the yeah. uh, and last year we booked right. six shows for there this year and those were the only shows we'll be How, playing in austin
1: Well, were they separate like every other month or like
0: every six weeks every or so one, years, one has two I'm, months in between but yeah right. yeah it's not bad. We just no, played there. Right. Friday it was great. Um, they take a big chunk, but mm-hmm. for us, it's kind of worth it because we're a cover band and we're trying to mm-hmm. sort of like show ourselves as this high-priced band. Yeah. And photos from there. And if someone comes there and sees the show, it has the videos. We have a we have a video presentation for the whole show. Like there's a video mm-hmm. for every single song we That's play. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, but and that place really you mm-hmm. can like oh, it's that place an LED is screen and all that shit. But you know they have such a great, they have a giant staff, and they don't make money off of their. They get a percentage of the. The bar isn't. It isn't like a normal bar. Mm-hmm. The bar at Three Ten and Moody is a company that comes in and oh. and uses that space to sell. That's why. Have you played Three Ten? A long time ago, I like, play
1: both of their venues.
0: Whenever you get done well. and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get a drink," you walk up. Everything you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" They're like, "Show's over." Bars closed. That this isn't a bar. Sense. This is a concert place.
1: That's why a very yeah. long time ago, somebody that doesn't work there anymore hid the bottle of tequila in the green room for us.
0: There you go. That's exactly <laughs> why. So the thing is, is that well, that person shall remain nameless. Um, that's why As, it
1: wasn't a bottle of tequila, and it wasn't for us. So okay. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty and it's and it's a real like it's a big company. It's a big. It's not. It's not like a topaz. And his mom like yeah, hanging yeah, out, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and that's, it's understandable. Mom and pop is nice, and 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 we're fine doing those too. One to one was like that too, right? One
1: to one was like that. Um, that's
0: a, that's a model. There was a club called Steamboat that was here in the eighties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. But I played there in the nineties, and and they were one of the only clubs. I think Continental Club does it too. Yeah, I think Continental's just straight up like you know we never played Continental. Oh really?
1: Yeah. 13 years in this band, and we never play Continental for some reason.
0: That'd be a great place. Dude, <laughs> yeah. you guys know, could do a residency I... at Seaboys. That yeah. would be killing. I would love
1: to. I love the room. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things. I'm like, really? We've never done this? So, uh, well. Yeah, because it. you
0: never asked. Did yeah. you ask?
1: I think we were close to once. Okay. And weren't available. It's uh, Cilantro has like a weird super group status, meaning the guys play in all the right. bands, and right. they're right. usually touring. So, right. uh, so it's hard to nail down dates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So
0: that's hard. What do you think? Um, the there's there's a wealth of different kinds. There's a psychedelic cumbia thing that yeah. happens in Austin that's yes. very prominent. Mm-hmm. But there's also all kinds of other stuff. There's uh, oh god, why am I drawing a blank on their name? It's the three piece band. And they do Nemegata. Yeah, they do like weird time signatures yeah. and stuff. And uh, and everybody has like their. They're laying within the under the Latin music umbrella here in Austin. But there's a a wealth and I also I know half of them are Group of Fantasma members. Yes. <laughs> half of the <laughs> bands are just them doing shit. But there's still the other half, there's still a lot of yeah. bands. Yeah. What do you think that is?
1: I don't know. I, I'm loving the there's definitely a big Colombian musician community yeah. here. Um
0: those Nebigata guys.
1: Namegata guys. I mean the chorus Super superfonicos too. Yeah. Um, and, and Caramelo Hayes, too. Caramelo Hayes. Um, which, again, two of the guys from group were there as well. Right, yeah. Uh, coming from Venezuela is really dope to see Colombia, like the neighbors I grew up with, just pushing so much of their culture yeah. in, 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 a, in a really cool way. I, man, I think there's a the hunger for the crowds want to hear that type of music. And not only, I think the, the, the big challenge with Austin... Has been to nugget pigeonhole into the Latino band for the sake of just the la- like the, the Latin showcase. Yeah. I think you. I think we could play with people that type of music mixes with everything. I again, I'm not the only Latino listening to the cars. You know what I mean? Like right, so, right, it can right, be mixed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting because cilantro gets that a lot. We just literally two weeks ago we got an email to play a cumbia night. I'm like, dude, we don't play cumbia. And, and and
0: we should, should have written. We don't play cumbia. You fucking racist, <laughs> right? Right? Right?
1: <laughs> well, sometimes Sometimes people like they just assume the name or whatever. Uh, dude, we did it. We, Go listen we, to the music. Yeah, yeah just, you know yeah, what I mean. Just
0: do your homework. <laughs> and I saw a picture of a dude. They got a brown guy in there. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean,
1: I think depending where you hear the band, there's only me as the only Latino. Right. Uh, well, it's well,
0: it's like uh,
1: is Colombian. Uh, but it, it varies. Yeah, um, we got congas and percussion, but we're that's why I like to use a little different Caribbean as as a connecting dot yeah. for it. Uh,
0: that's what I love is like the Colombian, the Venezuelan, the 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 Afro-Cuban, like all of that stuff has a has a place here yeah. musically, like I, it I doesn't in other places.
1: I don't blame. I blame the crowd for those bands to do really well because the crowd will go to see them. I blame the, but at the same time, I blame the, the bookers and the the the, the gatekeepers for separating it into. Into categories.
0: It's, yes, and it goes back to like uh, it it goes back to like it's that's one of the things that that um when people say uh, institutional like system systemic racism like the system is just set up that way like uh, same thing with women like uh i know this like from the comedy world like women that i know that are like you know oh there was already a woman on there or even like uh you know brie bagwell she's a country singer Mm -hmm. she was telling her she was telling me that there was like hey look we already added a woman like this week to the thing we can't add another and it's just like what and they and uh AJ Vallejo started loving chaos because Kendall Beard. They were like, "No, we didn't have women's thing." And AJ was like, "Well, what about a dude's voice?" Now, like, oh, that's okay. a dude and a woman. Okay, as long as yeah, a dude's exactly. there, we're cool. Because we can't play this many women back to. Back. Yeah. That's just so weird.
1: Dude, uh, New Year's Eve alone time. I think it was like 2013 or 14, something like that. We played. Um, we opened for Willie Nelson at Moody. For his New Year's party so it was us that's fucking amazing by the way gold. yeah no it was it, it, by the way not even in my bucket list because I didn't did you smoke know you weed if, with him uh, no I wanted huh. to and didn't happen he, I lost my spot and, I never did yeah. either I actually told my wife I was like I might not go home
0: yeah <laughs> Hey, look, man. <laughs> I mean, you know what's going to happen yeah, when I know, go talk says, to this yeah, dude.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, no, I had him really close to me and I didn't shake his hand. Cause instead, I took a picture for a lady and I regretted it immediately. And one of my bandmates whispered in my ear, I was classy, bro. I'm like, I know, but I hate myself right now. I would have met him. Anyways, uh, we. it was Austin's other band, Vintage Trouble from LA, and then him. And after the set, I'm going to the bar and I, somebody. Feel a big hand in my shoulder, turn around this good old boy cowboy. And I'm like, oh, it can go either way. You know? <laughs> it can. Yes, it can. Yeah. And he was just thanking me for keeping live music alive and how much he loved the music and stuff. I was like, dude, this guy came here to he check out the He didn't come William at you Nelson. with an
0: immigration show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy, you're you singing in Spanish up there. <laughs>
1: and, and, but no, it was, and I true, and again, it's Willie's crowd. Like, he's the perfect example that you can have. Oh, a mix of everything. He's yeah, with jazz up there. I
0: mean Willie <laughs> made a record with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he made yeah. like a reggae record. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. he's Willie. One hundred percent. Just a music guy. So that's wild, man.
1: So yeah, I think I think the crowds will love a mix of yeah different genres and everything. And I mean, we say with South by uh, South by I actually tried one year. I set up cilantro as an R and B band. That's funny. Sure enough, we're in an all R and B uh mostly black line up. and you're like right on 6th street at midnight on a saturday you're like oh yeah that's how they play this let me see it next year let me do yeah, black yeah, music yeah. oh we're here yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's just like dude what if i put metal let's <laughs> just see <laughs> That'd be I, hilarious. you know what i
0: did and it's still out there i'll even show you it's in a magazine uh when when uh when my space first came out all right uh summer of like 2004 or whatever when i first got my first myspace account and i started uploading my music then you could choose a genre of what I it was miss myspace man me that too was, it was good for it was laid for musicians. back musicians yeah yeah <laughs> people listen to You that. didn't have to deal with people's fucking yeah. you had to deal with their opinions 100%. but not on everything yeah <laughs> just on whatever you posted yeah. um <clears> but uh I was looking through all the genres and there's alternative rock. And I am an alternative rock guy, but in 2004, that was like Thrice and like uh, Limp Bizkit. I was like, I don't fucking have anything to do with those people. And so I saw French pop and I love French music. I love French bands. And I was like, you know what? That's what I want (laughs) to be. So I categorized myself as French pop. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's it's stuck. There's things like... I'll be doing an interview with someone, someone will be like, hey, so what is French pop? Like, I don't know, but it's fucking awesome, right? That's what my music is.
1: We've been trying to get brown and sexy to stick.
0: Brown and sexy and, is good, yeah. yeah.
1: We, we, that's what I usually, actually, there's a horrible interview from like <laughs> 10 years ago. It was a, a Cinco Mayo party. Yeah. And it started raining sideways oh. outside. It was like Condesa when they used to do the blog party. Yeah. Yeah. And it starts raining really bad. And the promoter comes and says like, we're going to try to move you guys indoor, whatever you need in the meantime. And we asked for a bottle of Spalon, which, which they brought the bottle and we drank the bottle. And then somebody tried to do an interview with me. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I expecting tonight? And it's me going like brown and sexy. And it was a really sloppy show. As long as your drummer is not drunk. Um, yeah. You're good. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. Drunk bass player is pretty rough. <laughs> well, but I d- couldn't judge that because yeah. that was me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> After that, we were like, yeah, we shouldn't ask for tequila anymore. For, <laughs> for <the set." laughs>
0: I like Espelon. You don't like it? I do. I do. I do. Me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm more of a vodka guy, but I do like yeah. that. Um, do you have family in Venezuela? I still do. Yeah. I still do.
1: My grandma, my aunts there, and most of my dad's siblings are still there.
0: When did you move here? Oh, three. 03. Yeah,
1: I was born in the States, so once everything started getting really hard, I was going to school for journalism, but working at a radio station, and the journalists in the radio station were walking around with bulletproof vests, you hug somebody to say hi, and you're like, oh, I, I feel thickness in there.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: it was like, yeah, what am I doing? Uh, so being a citizen, I, an American citizen, I was like, I always I was influenced by... Uh, America does a really good job of promoting uh, themselves through pop culture. Yeah, <laughs> and that's our I was export. in love with American pop culture, so I always knew I wanted to move here. So um, at the right time, I did it. And yeah, and been here for twenty years now. Damn, yeah, I was nineteen.
0: Um, can you, do you go back there? Can you go back there? What's I going on there?
1: Been since oh four.
0: Okay. Oh um, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, well my
1: involved. parents moved in oh six, and then things got pretty rough and. Mix of me not having a passport, a uh, Venezuelan passport, or a visa on my American passport. So right. there's, no, there's no embassy in the U.S. So right now we're actually trying to get, figure out a way to go because my grandma just turned 90 last week.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's doing
1: great, but it's kind of like, okay, I want to see her. Well, yeah, we're still there. So, But even getting a visa or a passport involves me going to another international flight. So I will have to go to Mexico or Canada. If they, if I'm able to set an appointment, oh, because now it's like Cuba passport. used to be. Correct. Yeah. Correct, correct. Okay. So there's no, and there's a consulate in Monterrey, so I could drive, but they don't do passports there. Oh, okay. And it's very inefficient as well. It's like, yeah, you get a meeting, and you might go, but book a whole week because you might have to go three days in a row till the meeting actually happens. And right. Right. So it's a it's an interesting one.
0: Jesus, man. Yeah. Where did you live, Caracas? Caracas. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, love the city.
0: Yeah, me it's, too. I used I, to go there as a kid oh, a really lot. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to stay at the Tamanaco, that hotel yeah. on the hill. Yeah. Fuck, that place was cool. That was dope. Yeah. I,
1: I, I was taken to the security uh, room in that place when I was a kid.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, for <a> what? <laughs> my friend's... <laughs> so uh, glad I didn't.
1: My friend's birthday... Uh, my friend's dad's birthday party was there. It was like his 50th birthday or something like that. It yeah. Was a, it was a milestone birthday, and they did it there. And at some point, my friend, his cousin, and I were hanging out by the pool. We were the only... Kids, I mean, we were like fourteen, fifteen, and we I can decided, see that
0: pool when I close my eyes. We
1: decided to race the elevators
0: because so, uh. they had like the,
1: the see-through <laughs> elevators, so we're <laughs> racing. And I'm with her when my friend's cousin and and, and that's I, not so I, bad. I get out of the ele- yeah, but when you're that age and yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen, so I run out of her elevator, get in the other one, and next thing I know, a hand comes in, stops the elevator because I guess they were monitoring and yeah. seeing us run everywhere. And we keep asking, where is she? Where is she? We're more worried about her because cute 14-year-old girl. And we're like, these dudes, I mean, it's not like they were vetting security people. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be creepy. We show up and in an office, it was really funny, like office underground and she's looking down. And we're like, dude, they mess with her. And she looked at us and she goes like <laughs> She giggles. And it was like, Ah, she's fine. So we talked our way into not like, please don't tell his parents because yeah. his birthday, you're gonna ruin his birthday. So we, we talked ourselves out of it and went back to the room and to the party area and we're like, We're not gonna leave this now. We're just gonna hang out and sit down and behave. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear about that hotel, I remember. Yeah, My criminal
0: records. I have. No, well, really. I loved it. And I remember hanging out at that pool a lot. And I remember there was a girl that was from America that was there. And I was 12. And she was around the same age. And my uncle was like, well, go talk to her, man. And so I didn't know what to say. So I had seen on television where a guy went up to a girl and said, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? And I did that. And she's like, no. And I go back. My uncle's like, what happened? Like, well, I asked her if, if I knew her from somewhere. He's like, ¿Tú eres como mierda? ¿Qué te pasa, chico? Because I'm Cuban. He's like, yeah. he like what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you just so stupid? Like, do I know you from somewhere? You're from Texas. And this girl's like, who from who? You're Venice. What's wrong with you? Just say hi. That's funny. So yeah, you I know, left it, myself it, open to be shut down.
1: When I first moved to Austin, one of the first, I actually locked out and I and I. and it's not lost to me that that's probably the only way cilantro happened that quick. I met Martin Perna from Antibalas. Uh-huh. At the time, he was playing with Okote. Oh, wow. Uh, I was introduced. Their manager introduced him to me and Adrian Quesada. So I'm here in two, two months, and I'm meeting oh. those two dudes. Yeah. And Martin and I kept talking, and he kept talking about Tamanaco Hotel. And that area, I'm like, dude, how do you know all of this? He used to play with King Chang'o, uh, this cat. Latin jazz uh-huh. band from, from Venezuela, from New York. But the right. main two guys from yeah, Venezuela, Venezuela, and yeah. they will go spend a lot. Of, they were huge back then. Uh, like when he told me, I'm like, no way, you play. I go back home and look at the city. I'm like, yeah, that's that guy. Wow. And, and he spent a lot of time there. He's ultimately who introduced me to Joe, and we start Cilantro. Um, so it's, it's funny because that, that building, somehow, people that go to Venezuela or went to Venezuela in the 90s, remember, I think still there.
0: This is the '80s. Like I mean, this is like 1980. Yeah. Oh no, I think that hotel was built in '81. I went there actually.
1: It was a dope hotel. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Location was great too.
0: Just it was on that hill and Mm -hmm. just overlooked the whole city. Was so amazing.
1: Yeah, you can go from. Yeah, you're right in the center of it. You can go get in trouble or not.
0: I never. I, I was never out at like. I feel like there was like a hey, don't leave the place yeah and we'd go to valencia and we had some friends that lived there and we would go to some country club there and oh, hang man. out but yeah, there was I mean, not a lot of hey get, there was a lot of like don't go out like don't be running around in the streets well, here well
1: there was always an inch to yeah. it right yeah <laughs> I, it's funny because i yeah, racing kids now i was afraid of like everything i'm like dude i used to like hitchhike and, and like stop at a bus <laughs> station and being 13 14 and being like Putting our thumb out, it's like there's gonna be some cute girl that's gonna pick us up and like us. And that never <laughs> happened, but end up in the back of some dude's pickup truck. Like, in like, the bed. Yeah. in the bed yeah, of the truck. Standing yeah. up and <laughs> like, so, so unsafe. And it's like crazy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or even the bus, and if the bus comes in, it might be packed and you're hanging on the door. So, <laughs> there's,
0: do you know Taylor Muse, the quiet company guy? I don't. I, w- I went to his place for dinner one night, and I looked outside. He's got a kid, and he had a trampoline, and there was a net all around the trampoline. And we got
1: one of those. Man. Yeah.
0: I know. But there's part of me, and I th- if I had a kid, believe me, yeah. I wouldn't even get a trampoline. Yeah, I wouldn't even <laughs> think that the net was safe enough. And that's one of the reasons I don't have kids, because I'd be a helicopter parent. It's terrifying. But dude. then you're like, dude, that's what went wrong. Like, kids don't have the freedom— Like. I had these friends that had a pool. They had a a, a two story garage with like a rec room above the garage, and they had a trampoline. Well, we put that trampoline in between <laughs> the second story of that thing and the pool, and we jump off the fucking uh, second story of this thing, bounce on the trampoline, and into the pool. Nobody died, but like, what were we doing, dude? Yeah, that was, was the stupidest stupid. shit you could imagine. Yeah, yeah. But little kids don't get to do that anymore.
1: No, my kids ride bikes. We ride bikes a lot. And it's funny to me because I crazy helmet whatever
0: and yeah, I'm put yeah, like, yeah, yeah. your helmet on dude yeah <laughs> oh if I were on a bike now I would wear a helmet I got hit by a car when I was a teenager oh. and broke my arm oh shit dude. yeah it's brutal but a helmet wouldn't have done anything no yeah It was in the 80s there was no helmets <laughs>
1: there you go
0: there was that there, there was like helmets for like speed riders or something I don't think they even had bicycle helmets back then yeah, yeah probably not <laughs> probably not dude it's been great talking to you yeah likewise dude yeah. Sorry, I called you Felix. I'll call you Felix from now on. You can call me whatever you want. I like I Felix. I changed my better.
1: name 20, 20 years ago because i not officially, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. Felix, Felix.
0: I'm going to be pulling blue tape out of her ass later today. That's fun. Yeah, it's a very fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very fun endeavor when Rosie eats a bunch of tape, dude. Uh, everyone, get out there and check out this song, "Little Sign." Fantastic. There's also a host of singles out there: "Master Plan," Y-O-U, Wa- uh, "Wahoo." Of course, the album "Shine" and "Cilantro Boombox." Go to cilantroboombox.com. Find out when they're playing again. Um, of course, uh, "Little Sign" features our friends Leyline.
1: Yeah,
0: I love them so much.
1: Yeah, they make they make every song sound prettier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, look, look for them at Pecan Street Fest. When the, when the listings come out, you guys will be the last band on there, so it'll be at yeah. least cooling off for the day.
1: Yeah, in September. Yeah, She'll
0: it's okay September. I don't know,
1: dude. It might be 95.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm so scared of the heat right now. Um, and, and more singles coming. You don't have any dates yet Absolutely. For Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So right.
1: just going to be pumping them out. Uh, I'm about to finish mixing the next one. All right. With and I- uh, Jake Lloyd on it. So...
0: Oh, Jake Lloyd? I love Jake Lloyd.
1: Yeah, we're trying to collaborate with you. It's another
0: guy. Yeah, he's awesome. You know what he gets? He gets the fucking, oh, hey, yeah, we don't have hip-hop. And he's like, I'm not hip-hop. No,
1: which is funny. He's rapping on our song. But he can do anything. (laughs) No, but I've heard him sing. He He raps a little bit, but he sings mostly.
0: Yeah. Same thing with Black Odyssey. He gets that a lot, too. Yes. Yeah. Dude, what a dope project. Yeah, and that (laughs) is not rap by any (laughs) means. Yeah, that's more like the Cars than anything else. Well, dude, uh, everyone, get out there and check out Cilantro Boombox. Great having the you on, dream Felix. A of a chance. Can we dream of that? that was Felix Pacheco from cilantro, cilantro, cilantro Boombox. Their new single, "Little Sign," available now wherever you stream and download music. Go to cilantroboombox.com for all of your uh, Cilantro Boombox needs, if you know what I mean. Also, catch them at Pecan Street Festival the weekend of September 16th and 17th. They'll be playing one of those days as soon as they find out that they turn out the lineup. You'll find out when they're playing. All right? I want to thank Felix for coming down. This song's fantastic. It features Leyline, who I love. And don't forget, gang, when you're out there checking out cilantroboombox.com, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, anywhere. And listen, if you are are subscribed on Stitcher, get off of there, baby. Go subscribe on a different one. Don't lose us. You got to know when we're coming. Stitcher's going away at the end of the month. They don't need you anymore. Go to another place. You hear me? And also, hey, thirteen hundred episodes. Thank you so much for listening this whole time. Been great. I love doing the show. And uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Come on out and see me and Joseph tonight, Friday, August fourth. No cover, seven thirty at the Volstead Lounge. Also skyrocket tomorrow night at Mercer Dance Hall. Go to skyrocket.com and find out more about the show. All right. Have a great weekend. Let's get down.
1: どう? the